This podcast is brought to you by nobody. We don't have advertisements. Yes. However, it is dedicated to my dad and all the people out there who support their loved ones in their journey to wholeness. Welcome to What It Takes to Be Wild. My name is Grace and I am your host. What It Takes to Be Wild is a podcast created to encourage and support women to realize that no matter who they think they are, they can always become who they really want to be. This month, we focus on personal growth and development. What does it take and what is it like to overcome our own internal dialogue that sabotages us and holds us back from our highest potential? Three, two, one, you're hearing Ari Redman teaching the spin portion of a training class. Ari is an athletic instructor certified in spin and yoga and who I met at our local Spanga. If you don't know what Spanga is, you are missing out. It is a new way of exercising that keeps it fresh and keeps you from plateauing. Our Broomfield, Colorado gym is run by a handful of amazing ladies who kick our asses every day. Ari is one of them, and she had an amazing transformation in her own life that led her to Spanga. And today she's on the show to share that story with our listeners. Welcome to the show, Ari. Hi, thank Hi. you. Welcome. <laughs> so tell us your story. Wait, I think it's it's something that I've struggled with my entire life. Um, being 4'11", five pounds on me looks like 15 or 20 pounds on somebody else. I think things kind of got out of control when I was in journalism, um, kind of starting back in college. You know, you put on five pounds here, you put on five pounds there. And as a journalist, you're kind of always running around. You know, you're in and out of the office, you've got deadlines to make. And I use that as an excuse to just kind of not take care of myself. I'm like, oh, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to eat well you know, covering all of these athletes, I always kind of looked at them as like something that I could never be, right? Mm-hmm. They were these like perfect human specimens who could do all these incredible, incredible things. And I'm like, I'm never, ever going to get there. I'm never going to be able to do that. Kind of a little pity party, I guess, on top of all of that. I'm like, I'll write about them, but I can't do that. That's not me. In the midst of my journalism career, I went to um, see my doctor, my normal routine um, physical, and I was only like 20 five, I think. And he looked at me and he was like, you are in trouble. He's like, you are 45 pounds overweight for your size. That's awful. It's doing terrible things to your body, to your joints, to your um, bones. He's like, and you're running the risk for all of these diseases, you know, diabetes and um, heart disease and all of the things that come with being overweight. And for a while, I guess I had just kind of convinced myself like, oh, it's only 10 pounds. It's only 20 pounds. I can get that off. That's no big deal. But that was really, really eye-opening. And I remember leaving that day, just sitting in my car and crying and being like, what am I going to do? You know? Um, And I was just, I was scared. I was terrified. Right there, that was the fire that I needed to get myself going. I started tracking my food because I wouldn't, you know, I would just eat mounds of food. Um, Started really watching what I was doing and I started to try to get the weight off first and then gently start to incorporate exercise. And at first I was still really too embarrassed to do anything in front of anybody else. So I would do like the at-home workout videos, like Beachbody with Shanti and just like kind of dancing around in my my living room just to to move because I hadn't moved, you know. I remember being out in assignment one time and looking at 
uh, I was on a football field and looking at the team and they were all the way at the other end of the field. I'm like, that's a hundred yards. That's really far. I'm just going to wait for them to come to me, you know? <laughs> and that's just like how I was. Yeah. I needed to move. I needed to, to start moving and grooving. And as I started to do that and I started to feel better about myself, I'm like, damn, if I can do this and I'm like the laziest person that I know, anybody could do it. Right. So that made me want to change my focus um, and change what I was doing and want to help people. So I started looking into um, getting my personal training certificate. Um, and then I ended up at a gym back in Chicago where I'm from, um, where they were like, okay, you're personally trained. We'll, we'll help you get the rest of the steps. Cause they were similar to Spangier where they had a spin class and they had weightlifting and they did yoga. So they helped me get my spin certification, helped me get that confidence of being a teacher. Cause when you first started, it's really, really scary. And you know me from class, I'm, I'm kind of out there and crazy, but at first I was like, Oh my God. Okay. These people are going to listen to me and they're going to tell you know, I'm going to be telling them what to do. And it takes a lot to, to get up in front of people and be vulnerable like that and have them trust you. So yeah, that was, that was the start of all of that. I've been doing this for about two and a half or three years now. And along the way, you know, got all of that weight off plus a little bit more. Um, so in total 50 pounds, which is crazy to me <laughs> to think that that's um, happened, but now it's all about maintaining it, which I think is even harder than losing it. So just keeping that healthy lifestyle and keeping active and moving and finding new ways to challenge yourself when, you know, you feel like, okay, I've done this. Now what else can I do? And that's what I love about Svenga is that we um, always have those ways to just kind of push yourself a little bit harder. Group fitness in general. I just love it so much. So it's kind of a condensed version of, of how I got here. And I, I love it. I feel super, super blessed to, to be here. That's super. And time it took you to take the weight off. How long was it? So it was really, really gradual. Um, I think it was about a year and a half. Um, and I just kind of like set little goals for myself and had little like benchmarks, like, okay, you lose five pounds and we can buy a new shirt or something, you know, just like 10 pounds. And that was kind of what motivated me. I'm a big shopper. So <laughs> but yeah, so I just, I created those, those little milestones for myself. And over the course of about a year and a half, I finally got all of it off. And then, um, like I said, continued to, to, kind of tweak and get into a healthy range, which was really, really hard for me. I had to really cut down on the calories that I was consuming. Um, and I really realized how much I was overeating um, when I was doing that. Um, again, for my size, it's a freaking struggle. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get to eat as much as I want to. And I have to like, you know, condense it. And then obviously, the more than now that I work out, I can eat whatever I want, which is pretty great. It's, a, it's kind of like a teeter totter. It goes back and forth between like, eating healthy and eating what you want. I always believe in that like 80, 20 rule. You have to um, still live and, you know, be able to eat things like tacos and cupcakes and enjoy it. Um, you don't work that hard to not enjoy it, but also keeping it within a, a healthy range where you're balancing it out with, you know, the good stuff, the fruits and the vegetables and all the protein and the things that you need um, to keep your, your body healthy. But yeah, it was probably long story short, about a year and a half to get it off. And now it's what, five or six years later and just maintaining it to, which I think is the harder part, <laughs> you know, to get to that place where you can, you feel stable and be able to maintain it. What was the hardest part? Um, the hardest part I think was, you know, hitting those, those plateaus or those points where you're like, okay, I'm doing everything that I, I think I should be doing and, and getting started. 
I really didn't know what to do. So like I said, I mentioned like doing the, the workouts at home in my house. And, but before that I had tried to go to a gym and I just kind of felt really, really lost and didn't know what to do. So I'd like get on the treadmill for 10 minutes and be totally winded and hate it. And just kind of looking around like, okay, now what, you know, look at the machines and not know what to do. When I found the the at home stuff that I could do, I'm like, all right, someone's telling me what to do, and that's awesome. And that's what I love about group fitness, and what I wish I would have found first, because <laughs> I think it would have been a hell of a lot easier to take the guesswork out of it and to have someone just tell me what to do for an hour and not have to think and not feel like a lost puppy and get really discouraged um, when you don't know, because you're like, it's exercise, I just have to move, right? Like this shouldn't be so hard, but to find the right combination of things to to help get the weight off and keep it off and also not hurt yourself because that can be really easy to do if you don't know what you're doing. So yeah, I think that was a struggle. And then when I hit like plateaus, like I'd lose 10 pounds and then I'd be stuck there for a month or so. I'd be like, what, what now, you know, what do I do now? It's like, I, I can't eat any less, you know, I still have to keep fueling my body and I, I'm working out. So what do, what do I do? Um, and not, you know, there was points where you're starting to backslide. You're like, all right, this isn't working. So, you know, being able to push through that, I think was the, the hardest part mentally being like, okay, you've seen progress now keep going and don't just like, you know, um, go backwards because you've made a little bit of progress, um, which did happen a couple of times. You know, you lose 10 pounds, you gain back three or something. And it's, um, it, that can be discouraging too when you don't see the scale moving. How do you deal with that? How, what like functionally and, and like emotionally, how did you handle it to get through it? Yeah. Um, and my, my mom was really, really supportive. Um, when at first I didn't tell her like what I was doing, cause I was really embarrassed that I was, I had let myself get to that point. Um, and then when I, I was probably like six or seven months after that initial doctor's visit that like I had lost, I don't know, 10 or 15 pounds. And she's like, Oh, you're looking great. Like what's going on. And then I told her about the doctor's visit and she's like, Oh my God, why didn't you tell me? So she's like freaking out. <laughs> and she had my back completely after that. She's like, all right, you know, I, um, I got you. And anytime that you're feeling like this isn't working, you know, call or text me, uh, just, just keep going. So having a support network was really, really good. There was also a lot of people in my life who weren't supportive of me. The person I was dating at the time, you know, kept trying to like, he would buy things and like in the house to tempt me almost. I don't think he wanted me to, <laughs> to lose weight, which can be really, you know, counterproductive as well. So needless to say that that's not um, part of my life anymore. Getting rid of all of those negative influences and just focusing on the positive. And I, like I said, I have those goals. And when I hit them, you know, finding something else to, to achieve um, or to strive for. So that 10 pound mark with the, you know, new pants or new shirt or whatever. And then, okay, now let's lose another 10. And this time you'll get, I don't know, new pair of leggings or, or something, you know, um, to help keep going and help me feel good about myself. And then when it really started to set in, I remember I was moving and I was trying on clothes I hadn't tried on in a while and they were getting bigger. And, I, and I'm like, oh my God, okay. So when you feel that and you can feel the change in your body and I'm like okay the scale is not moving but these clothes are getting looser so you know muscle weighs more than fat so getting out of that um, was a big thing too it's like stop focusing on the scale start focusing on how you feel and I just felt better 
I felt more energized. I felt lighter and stronger. And I'm like, I want more of this. So getting addicted to something healthy <laughs> as opposed to getting addicted to um, just eating my feelings, which I used to do. That was the big thing. Just keep going, um, finding someone that I could lean on. And in this case, it was my mom who just completely had my back is really, really important. So having that strong support network is is crucial, I think, because if you don't have someone to, to kind of lean on, you can very easily backslide. And they don't have to necessarily be doing it with you, but they can definitely be like, all right, listen up, you know, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep going. Um, you're doing so well. So yeah, just positive reinforcement is a big, big thing for me. So it must have really changed your way of viewing yourself in the world after you got through this and probably even during the process. I mean, when you're working with athletes, you're like, oh, that's not me. And I can never do that. Yep. So how did this really change the way you viewed yourself in the world and what's possible? Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, like I played, you know, soccer and I did cheerleading when I was way younger, but I was like, that's the past. I'm, I'm not going to be that person anymore. Um, but changing my perspective on the world, it, it totally did. Cause now I'm kind of fueled by what can this body do? You know, like we're, we're given this, this body and we only get one of them. And it's kind of incredible what we can accomplish um, when we put our minds to it. I love finding that next way to challenge myself. And I tell people all the time, like, go for it. What, what, do you, what do you have to lose? You know, if you maybe grab something heavier or try to jump or do something. And if it doesn't work today, okay, that's fine. You just keep going and you try it again the next time around. I'm just totally fueled by that right now. Like what, what can this body do? I spent so much time. I feel like, I almost feel like I have to catch up on all of the time that I spent being lazy. You know? <laughs> um, I'm just like, okay, like there, you know, you spent so much time being sedentary and lazy and now like just what, what, what can we do? What did we miss out on? So, okay. But how many workouts a day do you do as an instructor? <laughs> two, And that's like, you know, that's the, not a normal day. I mean, and yeah, we had this, the challenge, um, at Spanga to ride a hundred miles. And that was, that was something that totally fueled me. I'm like, okay, I want to do it. I want to see how fast I can do it. Like, um, my, my goal personally was to just beat Steve, our owner. Um, so we were kind of in our own little race to get, to get there the fastest. So little things like that. It's just like, okay, can I beat someone who's done Ironmans and triathlons and like all kinds of crazy. So the fact that I did, I was like, yes, <laughs> you know? Um, so just little tiny things like that, that are changing me. It's I've never ever saw myself as an athlete. And now I feel like I am play. You don't have to play on a team or do a sport necessarily to be athletic or be an athlete. It is. It's totally changed my perspective. I'm like those people that I used to be like, oh my God, you're, you know, this crazy superhuman. I'm like, no, it's not. Anybody could do that. You just have to work for it. You know, how bad do you want it? And what are you going to put into it to, to, to get that back out? Um, so it's really, really cool. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I do see myself as an athlete now in this body as being athletic. And now I just want to see what else I can do. So we've got some goals for this year, running my first or doing my first triathlon is one of them. Um, probably going to start with like a baby one just to test the waters. <laughs> uh, but just, yeah, just doing things like that and seeing, you know, always taking it up a notch and seeing because even a 5k used to be a challenge for me, you know, um, and during my weight loss journey, that was one of my things. Every year I either give something up or I 
take on a new challenge. That's been kind of something that I do as my New Year's resolution. So over that course of the weight loss journey, I challenged myself to run a 5k every month for the entire year. At first, it was like you ran like a quarter of a mile and you walked the rest of it. (laughs) But I finished it. And that's all I cared about was just finishing it. And then towards the end of it, I remember um, I ran all of it. And I was like, what just happened? Like, how did I go from not being able to run it at all to I just ran three miles and that blew my mind. And since then I've done like 10 Ks and other things that it just gets longer and yeah, requires more endurance and more ability. So it's just kind of cool. It's like, what else can I do? So it's exciting to see what this body can do and what it's made of. Sky's the limit, I think. So You have this amazing discipline. I mean, sometimes I can do that for myself, but And so there's something that typically drives discipline. It's like an outcome that you are really attached to that you really want. Obviously, health was one of those. You didn't want to get sick. Right. Um, Was there anything else or is there anything else that really keeps driving you through that 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 gets you to have that discipline? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I guess for me, it's just kind of whatever the goal is at the moment. So I feel like I always have to have something now to aim for. When I was losing weight, like I said, it was a, a number, a pound range that I was like, okay, like stay on it because you're only two pounds away. Like whatever your next goal is. Um, the 100 mile challenge, it was like, okay, take four classes in the day and just get there and finish it. Right now, like I said, we're starting to train for um, our first triathlon having that in my mind like okay you're gonna need the endurance you're gonna need to be as fit as you can um and then just you know having Matt in my life my boyfriend he's super disciplined too and we kind of push each other it's like oh you're gonna take two classes well I'm gonna take two classes (laughs) you know so there's that competition too that competitive spirit I think that kind of helps me stay disciplined like how far did you ride okay I can ride farther than that (laughs) you know just going back and forth in a non um in a totally like friendly competition way just to kind of help pushing each other. So he's been huge in helping with that as well. Just kind of keeping me disciplined and on track. And I think, I hope I do the same thing for him, but as an instructor, I'd like to practice what I preach. You know, I'm not going to tell people, Hey, do this and go for this goal and you can do it if I'm not doing it too. So I'm a big um, believer in, being able to walk the walk and talk the talk. All of our members and all of my students, whether it be at Spanga or when I'm teaching yoga, I really want to be a good example for them. So a lot of times people will see me in class and they're like, I can't believe you taught four classes yesterday and you're here. It's like, well, yeah, I tell you guys to come. So why would I not be here? And I love it. And just the endorphins. I mean, you can't match that feeling. So <laughs> how good do you feel when you, you know, finish a workout, whether it was a really, really crappy one or you felt really strong that day, it's better than not doing anything at all. Just the drive of all the people around me um, to really kind of keeps me going. And yeah, like I said, just trying to be a good example for those around me. Cause like I said, if I can do it, I think really anybody can do it. I was literally the laziest person that I knew <laughs> to go from that to this. I just want to show that anybody can can do it if they if they put their mind to it. So yeah, I love seeing you guys in class because then I get to see what your range is <laughs> on your wattage on the bike. I'm like, okay, where am I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah, know. 
I love taking class with the other instructors too. Like, you know, if any of them are in the class, it's the same thing for me. Um, obviously I'm the shortest and smallest of all of us. So um, I don't know that I'll ever get to the level of like Aaron Camp or, or Jamie or anybody like that who's who's bigger and they can push more power than me. But I'm just like, all right, I'll, I'll try. I'll try to keep up with you guys, you know? So um, it's that, that friendly competition that really does, you know, fuel me to keep going and then just having everybody around me is just awesome, you know? I mean, so, so tell our listeners a little bit about what Spanga is. Yeah, sure. So our tagline is that we are the best workout ever, and I totally believe that. Um, so Spanga is 20 minutes of spin. That's where we start, 20 minutes on the bike. Um, that's where the SP comes from. Um, so helping build your, your heart rate up um, and build that cardio endurance. Um, and then we move to 20 minutes um, in the strength room. So you'll see maybe typically a little bit of cardio there, but most of the time we focus on the strength portion. So the EN, the Spanga. Um, and so we're, we're building strength, working um, different muscle groups. And then we finish with yoga, which I think is super duper smart and kind of helps, that's the GA, um, <laughs> helps uh, round out your entire workout. Yoga will typically be tougher than um, a traditional class that you go to just because it is still part of your workout, but then we're also kind of forcing you to stretch. So that's the part that most people will just skip out on. And then they wonder why they're so sore and so stiff and they can't move and why things aren't growing and repairing because you need that in your life. You need to at least do some type of stretching, but yoga, for me, it's helped build confidence and flexibility and strength and I don't know. It's just, I used to also, which also blows my mind. I used to be one of those people that hated yoga. I remember my uh, friend got her 200 hour certification and she's like, come take my class. I'm like, no, ew, yoga is awful. Why would you do that? And now I teach it for a living and it's probably my favorite part of the class. So I love yoga and I obviously teach the hour long session on Sundays as well. I just remember taking my first class and having my mind just kind of be blown because the three pillars of fitness all in one class. So you have your cardio, your strength, your flexibility. And I just sat there wondering like, how did nobody ever think of this before? So you've got one hour, you get all three of them together. Um, and it's, it's just awesome. It really is what I think the best workout ever is. So, and then we break it out too. So we'll have like an hour long yoga class if you wanted to, or um, we do 45 minutes of strength with our rep classes. So that can be really cool to add some variety to your workout. I feel like everything I've accomplished um, lately and really feeling like I'm in the best shape of my life is because of Spanga. I, I don't know, I'm just super, super grateful to them because I was making progress, you know, but I feel like it's really kind of hit home as I started doing that as well and teaching there. It's awesome. If you haven't tried it, they're opening all over the country. So hopefully you can find one that's close to you to go check it out. So. Yeah, it's super awesome. I think my legs have easily gained an inch in diameter. <laughs> I put on jeans for the first, I never wear jeans. I put on jeans for the first time yesterday and I was like, oh, oh, oh. And yeah, yeah. like, do your jeans not fit? I'm like, just my thighs. I can't get my thighs into my jeans. So I'm like doing that awkward jean dance where you're like trying to like do lunges and get into your jeans. Yeah, I don't know. They need to make jeans for spanksters, I guess, because <laughs> it right. Oh, the butt, your butt gets bigger too. Size and yeah, you. I mean, you know me. I I want a butt, and I feel like I'm finally getting one because of Spanga. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really, really, truly believe in it. So it's awesome. Yeah, I highly recommend it. I just reached my 100th day oh, of work. Yeah, yeah. Good. took me a little while, but I got there. 
hey, everyone gets there at their own pace. And yeah, yeah, we're super, super proud of that because that is no easy feat to put in a hundred sessions. So yay. yeah, yeah, cool. it's so great. And uh, Spanga does celebrate all their members and all of the great things that we can accomplish. Like what is it? A hundred days, 250 days, we get a little gift. Yeah. We get our picture taken, put up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah. cool. Um, always shout outs for birthdays and and it's burpees. a pretty cool yeah. group in burpees. <laughs> the month of burpees was yes. not extraordinarily fun, but <laughs> birthday burpees are okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. What do you wish you would have known or understood early in your process? Um, well, like I said, I, I kind of wish I would have known about group fitness because I think that that was really transformative for me. And it's not going to be the same thing for everybody. I mean, for me, it's just, I need that solidarity, that support network. So I wish I would have found that earlier. I wish that I, I knew what my body needed and how to um, properly fuel it instead of just shoving junk in my face for the longest time because it was easy. And I guess I wish I, I would have known that I was making excuses for a really long time. I would always say like, I don't have time. I, I don't have time to make food. I don't have time to work out. I have to be here. I'm working all these hours. Uh, no, you can do it if you, if you actually put your mind to it. I used to think that people who got up at 5 a.m. and worked out were crazy, and now I'm one of those crazy people. But sometimes that's the only time I have to do it. So, you know, it's if, if, if you want it, you're, you're going to have to find the time. That's a lot of my friends since I've gotten into this lifestyle have reached out to me and be like, what's the secret? Like, how do I do this? What, where do I get started? And, I mean, the biggest thing is just to get started. And then they're like, oh, well, I have kids, and I have this, and I have that. And I understand life gets crazy, and with kids and things, it gets more complicated. But if you want it, you will find a way to make it happen. Um, using the support of your spouse or childcare or family or whoever, and just getting it done. You know, even if it is just in your living room doing 20 minutes of something better than 20 minutes of nothing, you know, I just wish that I realized that earlier that I was just totally making excuses for myself. And, um, I, I could have gotten started a lot earlier and been a lot healthier and a lot happier um, a lot earlier. So what advice would you give our listeners? I truly believe in those small goals. So if you want to get started, just start with something achievable. A lot of times people are like, I need to lose 50 pounds. So 50 pounds are bust, right? Um, no, break it up into like small segments, five or 10 pounds here or there, maybe setting a goal for yourself and a little reward when you get there, like a new water bottle or, or something was whatever, find what's going to motivate you and what's going to drive you. And maybe it's, you know, I get to have a cupcake this week or some, whatever it is. It can be something small. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. It's really pivotal for people when they start seeing what they're actually putting into their body. So there's some really great apps out there like my fitness pal or life sum and they'll break it down into areas where you're like oh wow I'm really overdoing it on the fat or I need more protein or stuff like that and that can be really really eye-opening especially when you don't know what you need or how to balance it out so that's really really good and then like I said just kind of setting those small little goals for yourself and having something to reach for and then taking it to that next level so okay I lost five pounds okay let's do ten you know, I did that. Let's, let's keep going, getting that support network that you need. And it doesn't necessarily have to be someone that's doing it with you, but just knowing that someone has your back and that's supportive for you can be really, really life-changing too. find something that you enjoy as well. Like don't, 
think that I'm going to go take a whole bunch of spin classes if you hate spin. Or don't be like, I'm going to go run a marathon if you hate to run. You know, find something that you like to do. For me, it was dance. I was a dancer when I was little. So that's where I started. Now I'm like, okay, now what else can I do? Find something that you enjoy. Get that aspect of um, working out and that feeling of endorphins in your body first and see how awesome that feels. And then just keep going. Don't put limits on yourself. You know, don't be like, okay, when I reach 50 pounds or whatever your goal is, I'm done and I don't have to do anything else. Keep going because life is a lot more fun when you're fit than it is, yeah, when you can't move or when things are hard. Know that you can do it. And if you ever need somebody, I got your back. Thank you so much for being with us and being on the show and sharing your journey. You know, it's always a little vulnerable for people to come on. and It is, especially yeah. since I was used to being on the other side of it. You know, I would be the one asking the questions. So I was like, oh my gosh, so <laughs> someone's going to interview me? Okay. Yeah. 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 It takes a lot for, for our guests to share their stories. And so I'm deeply appreciative and grateful. And I'm sure our listeners will be as well. Thank you for having me. That was Ari Redman, athlete and athletic instructor for Spanga in Broomfield, Colorado, who lost 50 pounds and transformed her relationship to herself and to her life. To learn more about Spanga, you can go to www.spanga.com, and Spanga is spelled S-P-E-N-G-A. On our March 15th episode, we meet Martha LaGuardia Cotite, who is one of the first female officers to serve aboard two Coast Guard cutters with all-male crews. She is the author of five books, including Changing the Rules of Engagement, which documents the lives of American women in the military who have shattered the glass ceiling and performed extraordinary feats while serving their country. By telling their stories about their remarkable careers in traditionally male-dominated environments, Martha LaGuardia Cotite demonstrates how tenacious and courageous women can achieve the unimaginable. So meet us on our March 15th episode when we meet Martha, learn about her book and her own story, and more importantly, about her new rules of engagement for achieving your biggest dreams. We love making podcasts for you. Take a second now and give us a five-star rating on your podcast app to help us grow our audience. Please also visit, like, and share about us on Facebook and Instagram. Your support helps us impact more women across the world. Until next time, be bold and be wild. As you inhale, draw your thumbs to third eye center, the space between your brows. As you exhale, let go of all your fears, doubts, worries, concerns. Leave them right here on this mat. They're no longer serving you. Instead, inhale light, love, positivity, resiliency, and sheer badassery. Carry that with you for the rest of your day, your week, and until we meet again. Bow forward, ending our work. Namaste, faces. Woo!